0: Alright, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. It's the varsity blitz high school football coaches show, presented by your local pick and save stores. I
2: feel that you Smell that fresh coat
0: Let's turn it over to Muskego athletic director Ryan McMillan.
3: Boys are
0: and the fans, high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Uh, welcome to the Varsity Blitz High
3: School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local Pick and Save Stores, on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. So let me tell you about today's show. Uh, Dave Keel, I have—he's uh, a friend of mine. He has been for a long time, and I have so much respect for him as a man and as a coach and as a leader of a program that when he, uh, when he stepped down and retired, I had breakfast with him. And I said, Dave, I I, I want to do a show that, that we just kind of celebrate, you know, your career and we'll have on some different players and coaches and stuff. And he said, no, uh uh-uh. I said, Dave, no, I, and I'm a sales guy, so I had a couple of closes in my pocket. I said, what about, you know, I, here's the way I want to do it. And he said, no, I really appreciate it, Mike, but no, that's not me. I said, I know it's not you. What about this, Dave? And he said, no. And so now we just got done eating breakfast. I said, here's the deal, Dave. You either do this with me or I'm going to call your wife. And I'm going to let her know that, uh, you know what, you said no. And he started laughing. He said, that's not fair, Mike. I said, I know, but I'll call Pam right now. And so I've convinced him to come on and allow us. And this show is packed, by the way, with guys that want to just say thank you to him to say thank you for the time and the sweat equity and the love that he put in to that Homestead program. I want to talk to him because I think that this program is going to go down as one of the best high school football programs in the history of the state of Wisconsin. When you talk about, you know, a coach who had, I don't know, 292 wins, 807 uh, winning percentage, six state championships, went to state finals to, uh, seven times, he, uh, he won or shared the North Shore Conference 18 straight years. I don't know how you don't have two back-to-back bad classes, but Coach Keel figured it out. And he is going to be on the phone with us for the entire two hours as we have former players, former coaches, and uh, some family members that are going to be joining us to hear, with us today for the entire two hours. Hey, Coach, thank you for doing this. I appreciate it, and I'm sorry I had to take out the I'm going to call your wife card
2: yeah
4: that uh, that was the convincing uh, uh line there michael you are a salesman that's for darn sure and i appreciate it and uh, pam would have twisted my arm for sure so uh thank you so much for all you do for high school sports in, in our state it's greatly
3: appreciated well i appreciate that but you know the hardest the hardest guest that i've had to, to do is was pam she's coming on to to end the show at about 10 to 12 and and uh she was like, absolutely not. I'm not doing this. I said, yes, you are. If I got your husband to come on, you're coming on. And she's well, gracious, gracious she's, enough to say yes.
4: She's an outstanding uh, retired school teacher of second through fourth graders, and sometimes fifth grade. And uh, when she does that, she's a, she's a superior. And uh, this is a little bit outside her comfort zone. So, but she's uh, she's excited to be talking a little bit
3: later. Well, our first uh, our first guest, and, and rightfully so. I am a big fan of of our first guest, And I can tell you that when I talked to him um, earlier in the week, I didn't realize that that uh, he's no longer down in Clare County uh, School District in Georgia, but he's now back in this area, and he is an educational consultant. And he is a guy. Dr. DeMond means that I didn't know he was one of your football coaches. I know yeah. that he was a superintendent. and and all the things he has done and his beliefs in education and I've lived in the city of Milwaukee my entire life and I've been a fan of his for a really long time and I think he's uh, right spot on with some of his ideas on education but we're going to talk more about coaching high school football. Dr. Means thanks a lot for a few minutes of your time. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Hey, so let's talk about those days. And, and I have to say thank you for something. I got a hold of Demetrius Johnson. And he said, ah, I'm, I'm, you know, that's really not me. And I said, oh, no. I said, you're either going to do this or Dr. Or Dr. Means. Coach Means said he's going to fly to Arizona and make you run. And he burst out laughing. He said, well, I don't want to run. So I'll come on that show. And he's going to join us at 11 o'clock. Hey, um, we are talking about the career of of Coach Keel and celebrating, again, what I think Dr. Means is one of the best uh, programs in the history of our state of Wisconsin. You were part of that program in two different areas. One is as a coach and one is the superintendent of of that school district. Can we talk a little bit, first of all, of your your days as being a defensive line coach for for Dave Keel and and what some of the things that you learned um, under him as a coach? Is Dave on the line? He is. Say hi
5: to hey, Coach Kiel. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Coach. How you doing, Coach?
4: Oh, uh, it's great to hear from you, my friend. I'm doing well. Thank you, Doctor Means. <laughs> Good hearing from you.
5: Well, I guess I just have um, Dave approached me uh, when I was still student teaching at Homestead to uh, join their varsity uh, their varsity uh, coaching staff, and I was honored because. Uh, when I was still working in college, I, I, I coached at Shorewood High School, and I just assumed that my record at Shorewood would have eliminated me from coaching at home <laughs> But uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, he, he, he he offered it to me anyway, and uh, uh, I I just I, I appreciate that offer. It was uh, it, it all came home for me because you mentioned Pam. Pam was my first grade teacher when she was Miss Quali. Um, so, uh, you know, it was, it was just, it was, it just all came to, um, call, all came in, in, in call, all came in the right place for me. Um, I formed a lifelong friendship with the defensive coordinator, Matt Oswald, who was there at the time, but I have a funny story about Dave uh, when I was coaching, I, um, during those days, those are the early days, we were still wearing maroon jerseys and, um, and, uh. Dave said, Well, why don't you drive why don't you drive the defensive line uh to the Menominee Falls football game? Now you mentioned earlier I'm a city kid, so I I was just eager to please uh the coaching staff. So I drove our defensive line and Dave can attest to this. They
1: yes, I they were good. <laughs>
5: they they were really good. they were the base of our team, weren't they, Dave?
4: Oh, my gosh. Those four dudes, I can still remember them like it was yesterday. <laughs> Come da- Mar-
5: Marshall, Doshi Chris and- Allen, Scott Helms, who I think is an AD uh, at Harper right. now, and Monty Love. So yeah. I had some valuable cargo. I yeah, think that- I had to be at least an hour late for pregame. <laughs> and it was a big game against the Falls. Dave couldn't look at me. He he, he couldn't even he – he had to walk away. Um <laughs> And I told I told man Oswald said I'll get them ready. Don't worry. We'll, we we had a good time on the on the van. We'll, we'll be ready. Um, they played very well at the end of the game. Dave said, "Well, if you got to be an hour late again, um, just let me know." But if they're gonna play like that, you can do it whatever you need to do. Uh, <laughs> it was, but I'll never forget that he was uh, Dave was uh, he was always a good teacher on the field. Um, he 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 allowed our. Um, our coaching staff and take risks. I remember the risk that he allowed me to weigh in on um, when Demetrius was a sophomore. I, I went to Dave and the rest of the staff. I said, I think this kid is ready to play varsity. And Dave said, I, running back, he's going to take a lot of hits. I don't know if I want him to do that. And I said, Well, trust me, I think he's going to avoid some hits. Um, and I think that kind of worked out for the program. It was. Uh, yeah, thank you. It, it, it was. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, he. Demetrius is uh, and he's doing good work down in Arizona now. But it, you know, that was a, I, I really enjoyed my days coaching. It allowed me to make some nice relationships with kids and coaches and, and and teachers. And I think that carried on for me when I became a superintendent because I realized that as the fall season goes, so goes the school year. And when when Dave would make those deep runs into the playoffs. Um, you start the school year, you blink, and, and it's November, and, and it, it it makes a difference to a school community. When I say school community, I mean K uh, twelve. It, it impacts things. It impacts culture, and uh, you know when you consider there are young people who are in the band and cheerleading team and dance team, and um, families who come out and they, they make it their their Friday night event to come and watch a Homestead football game. It It made a difference to that community, and
3: uh, um,
5: you talked about the sweat equity. It was put in by a lot of people, but I know Dave led the charge on that that front.
3: Hey, hey, Dr. Beats, I'm I'm going to pivot us a little bit because being the superintendent then out in that school district, uh, when you talk to Dave Keel about why the success, he immediately brings up servant leadership. And he brings that up, uh, like, like very quickly, and says, "Look, this is the reason for this success. The seniors they serve the junior sophomores and freshmen, and we do that because we think it's important to teach these young men what it's going to be like to be husbands and fathers. And as they grow and mature, and as a superintendent for that school district, that that must have been impressive for you to see that in place. It was, you know."
5: McQuainton was a special place because we have great families and, and good kids, and um, you know, there, I always felt there was a sense of responsibility, and, and, and I think Dave instilled that in our coaching staff. And I, it was really neat to watch how that evolved when I came back to superintendent, first assistant superintendent, and then superintendent. It that evolved, and that sense of responsibility even grew. And you're right, it was about servant leadership and. He took a group of kids who were already coming from fine homes and a great foundation, and he made it even better for those kids. Um, you know, there's a sense of responsibility. I don't care if you are a first-grade teacher in that district or the head football coach or the superintendent. You, you have a sense of responsibility because you know you have some of the best families and kids around, and you, you want to see growth. And um, you want to see growth academically, and Dave emphasized that he wanted to see growth from our our young student athletes, not only athletically but also from a, a character standpoint. And that that makes a difference when it's fourth and Huge. one, and, and you need to get a first down or you need to get a stop. Character is not about athleticism; sometimes it's about character um, most of the time. And, and I think that was instilled in the program.
3: Hey, Doctor, you you know you don't walk away with 292 wins, 18 straight conference championships six uh, state championships without that. Dr. Reeves, thank you so much for your time. Can I, I, I wanted to uh, go ahead. Can, can, I, can I just real quick, two quick yes. things with
4: Dr. Means? Sure. Uh, after our 99 championship, he was a principal, I believe, in, in Glendale, Maple Hills. And the first letter I got from somebody was from him congratulating us on that. Uh, and he'd set the help us set the tone for our success. And then secondly, the the servant leadership, Chris Allen is a, is a, pharmacist, Monte Love, a successful businessman, Dashi Marshall, a, a stock broker, a consultant, family planner, and, of course, Scott Helms is a athletic director. So those guys, Dr. Means had a huge impact upon, and they're all successful thanks to the work Dr. Means put in with those young men. Man, that's awesome,
3: <laughs> Doctor Means. Hey, and I'm I, sorry. I, my I'm personal sorry. lawyer, my personal lawyer, is
5: also a former Homestead football player. So. <laughs>
3: oh boy.
5: Hey, <laughs> Doctor. Hey, d- hey, Dr- hey, I'll, I'll, I'll in on this note, Dave. Uh, Tim Kincaid still believes he's the best middle linebacker you ever
3: coached.
4: <laughs> How about that? He, and he okay, might I'm be. Back in the area, DeMond. I just re- didn't realize that. Yeah. And I,
3: I, I'm, hoping yep. I Dr. Meza, I'm hoping that Doctor Means. I'm hoping that 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 this is where you stay. Because we can yeah. use your help, and I've been a Milwaukee, a city Milwaukee guy my entire life, grandfather of four, still live in the city of Milwaukee, and that is my hope, is that we figure out a way to keep you here, plant you here for as long as possible, and thank you so much for coming on this show.
4: Dave, congratulations. Please say hello to Pam for me. I will do that, Damon. Thank you, and great to talk to you, my friend.
3: We're going to All get right, to a break. Go. Other side of the break, Andy Renicky is going to join us for a few minutes and then Jeff Johnson we will have two guests on the other side. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I'm Mike McGivern We're celebrating alongside Dave Keel. And this is going to, hey, coach, this is going to be a very busy, busy show. I've never had this many guests on a two hour show. And if you saw the text messages I got after I put out a Facebook post last night about people saying, hey, what about me? Hey, can I come on? Um, coach, it has been unbelievable to me the response that I've gotten. Our next guest is Andy Renicky. He, uh, Man, I like this guy. I talked to him for quite a while. Quarterback, punter, kicker, defensive back from the 1996 to 1999. First of eight of the Renicky family members that you coached. And, and I know yeah. that he uh, played varsity for four years, and, and he is uh, very humble to come on and, and, and say thank you. Andy, how you doing?
6: I'm very good, Mike. Thanks for facilitating a super show today.
3: Coach. Yeah, oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah good, I good really appreciate it. Hey Andy, you know when we talked, you said, "Hey, look, I, uh, you know, I'm just really, I, I still think a lot of things that 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 we talked about, that Coach Kiel talked about um, when I was in that locker room. He had a big impact on your life."
6: Absolutely, and I'm humbled and I'm honored to speak with both of you. Uh, great job, Coach Kiel, uh, super career. I'm a little sad, Mike, that I'm part of that first group because I was one of those seniors, and we're now. 20 years removed, so I'm starting to feel <laughs> a little old, actually. <laughs> You're not any uh, old man. <laughs> yeah. No, really, Mike. Um, Coach Keel in the locker room, he was always an optimist. He was always our encourager, and you said it before, servant leader, uh, without a doubt, a role model. Um, and great to hear Coach Means, to Reference Pam. I know that she's the backbone of Coach Keel, and he demonstrated love for his children that we saw as well as teammates. You know, Coach, you really did build a championship family around you with Pam and Jason and Amy, and I think those of us in the program felt part of that foundation, part of that family. So thank you for always including us as part of your bigger family. Without a
4: doubt, Andy. It was an honor to to every one of the Renikees. I can recall when you had some struggles senior year in basketball, and you said, there's no way I'm ever quitting anything because if the first Renicky quits the sport, that just sets the table for the rest, and I'm going to be the leader of the Renicky clan coming through the high school. And you did that incredibly
6: well. well. And, you know, hey, if the three Andy, of us sat around, we could tell stories for two hours.
3: A hundred percent. Hey, Andy, when we talked, you said, look, I know that Coach Kiel was the, the, the varsity football coach. But in reality, and I took some notes. He said he coached a community-wide football program, and and I think that that really says something about a man that 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 goes into the community and says, "Okay, we're all going to be the in this together as one."
6: Oh, absolutely. Uh, our youth program was the Cardinal Football program, and you know, coach by title was a varsity coach, but he coached the community. The younger kids looked up to the high school players. Um, for example we would play our games on Friday night we were back in the high school weight room and the track and watching film Saturday morning early those kids were playing their games out on the field with us running sprints around on the track so Coach Keel was already setting his pipeline up for success (laughs) with those younger generations looking on and you know it's interesting too Demetrius Johnson I happened to chat with him a week or so ago and he and I both agreed. We had our senior year championship won in eighth grade because of that same offense. We had that continuity down five years prior, and that's all thanks to Coach. He had that foresight to have a great program in place for us to benefit from.
3: Man. Andy, I, I can't thank you enough for, for, for your time today and, and coming on and representing you know, you and your family and 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 just being a good ambassador for Coach keel and, and homestead football and and the conversations that you and I had on the phone, I said, boy, I wish I could get you on for a half hour because the love that you have for for Coach keel and Pam and and that program and what they they set you up um, for and and uh, thank you so much for a few minutes.
4: Hey Mike, Andy's grandfather was my first supervisor at Homestead as a teacher, and, and Don Rannicke, his grandpa. Was an incredible man to work with and work for. Set the table for the entire Renicky clan coming through the high school. I remember when, when the after Andy graduated, I sent him a letter. And believe it or not, at the same time I put that letter in the mail, he sent me a letter. I said, <laughs> "Not going to be the same without you." He said, "Boy, am I going to miss this?" <laughs> He's just man. an anomaly, young man. And thanks to his grandpa and the entire Renicky clan, grandpa and grandma entire
3: Renicky clan. Man, that's rolling. awesome, Andy. Yeah, Andy, thank you so much. We we really appreciate it, and uh, stay in touch, man. I look forward to meeting you in person one day.
6: Mike, I really appreciate it, Coach Keel, for a great career, and I'm truly just humbled to have been a part of it. So I wish you all the best in your post-coaching years, Coach. Congratulations. Uh, Thank you so much, Andy.
4: It was was an honor, and uh,
6: just going to miss
4: people like you. That's for darn sure.
3: That's (laughs) uh, uh, that's. That is Andy Renicky. Hey, Dave, when, when you get a chance to, to talk to, to guys like Andy, and we're going to reach out right now to Jeff Johnson, but when you get a chance to talk to guys like this and, and you know, the conversations I've had with each one of our guests, you know, they talk about specific things. For Andy, it was, I knew when we were running those sprints on Saturday morning, what Coach Q was doing. He had those young kids watching us. They watched us play Friday night. Now they're watching us here Saturday morning. And not only are we running sprints, but we we're watching them play as well. And that's what he had in mind with that.
4: Yeah, we were hopefully trying to set the table. And Andy and his teammates did a phenomenal job doing that, Mike.
3: Man. Hey, our next guest, he is uh, Jeff Johnson's quarterback from the 90-91 season. And I and, uh, had a chance to talk to Jeff for a while, too. And and boy, I, I really appreciate a couple of minutes of your time, Jeff. You know, Coach Keel was most difficult, I think, on his quarterbacks. Don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, good morning, everyone. How are we doing, Coach?
4: Hey, good morning, Jeff. Good to hear
7: from you, buddy. Good. I guess that's kind of a loaded question there, Mike. Um, <laughs> you can't, Jeff,
3: he, he can't really make you run there. anymore, Jeff. He can't make you <laughs> run. <laughs> well, running you know, was not the strongest
7: of my uh, skill set. I was uh, a better thriller than a runner. Yeah.
3: Hey, hey, let's talk about those days, That you know, the Friday night that – you know, two hours before game time, the lights go on and you guys get to the locker room and and just, uh, you know, what you were feeling and, and how much you missed being part of that program? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, I can think back
7: to those days and uh, the nights, those were the best. You know, it was preparation, it was uh, all the discipline, all the hard work that led up to the game plan and uh, under coach's leadership, you know, we always felt like we were ready to take on anybody. But, uh, yeah, it was always an adrenaline rush. Um, and, you know, we were blessed to have great success under coach Keel. You know, we won conference in 91. Um, but really, you know, those, those moments, uh, were just a piece of the bigger picture. You know, the foundation that coach was able to set for the program, you know, his first season wasn't his best record. Um, that was my sophomore year, I believe. And as you could just feel it though, once that year passed, uh, you could feel something special was happening. We couldn't really see it at the time, but you could feel it. And the coaching staff that he surrounded himself with, um, you know, we had a great team chaplain, which helped us in our spiritual side of things, uh, Pastor Fryer. So the team managers, you know, the whole the whole picture just led up to those special Friday
3: nights under the lights, you know. So it was it was always fun. Hey, hey uh, Jeff, when we talked to you, you said – Kind of what you said earlier, look, I wasn't the, the best running quarterback, but I could spin it a little bit. I could throw a little bit. And when I talked to Coach Keel, he said, yeah, this, you know what, he commanded that that uh, that huddle the year she was there. And, and uh, you kind of knew that he was going to be a success with whatever he was going to do with his Correct. life. And, and, Dave, when I tell guys like, like Jeff that you're toughest on your quarterbacks and they're still going, hold on, I don't want to say anything about that because he still has that, hey, I, the, he can't make me get in the weight room or get on the field and run anymore. But you you have a lot of respect for Jeff Johnson as a football player and how well, tough he was. Let me tell you was.
4: about Jeff. We're, we're playing Whitefish Bay in the mud at the high school. And uh, tough game. They're a good team. And final score 12-6. We scored two touchdowns in the mud. And guess who scored both touchdowns? That would be our quarterback, Jeff Johnson on QB bootlegs. He comes into the locker room afterwards, and we thought he had a broken arm. His was just kind of hanging there, and we're like,
2: "No!" Can't be.
4: And it turned out not to be, and so he was okay. But uh, and, and he was a leader amongst leaders, and he was just a, and still is a great community man and a successful father and husband, and somebody that I'm incredibly proud of all the things he's accomplished. Like Andy, after leaving our program.
3: Hey, Jeff, I last question. Those words. You, hey Matt. Jeff, last question before we let you go. Has it, does any of this surprise you that that he that Dave and Homestead has had as much success? This there's no surprises to you guys that were part of that program that he just that this program has continued. You know, they've they've changed out players obviously every year. He's there's coaches that come and go, but the constant has been Dave Keel, and it doesn't seem like any guy that I've talked to has had any surprise that this that this thing has happened.
7: No, absolutely. I mean, I uh, I actually jotted a few notes down just because this was very important. And then, like the other gentleman before me uh, stated, very humble to be selected to be on this call today. Um, servant leadership. You know, I was blessed to have a mentor that that lived that. Um, he didn't have to teach me with words how to be a good servant leader. Uh, That's something that's carried through with me today. Uh, You you learn through the actions of others in a lot of cases. So, um, you know, so fortunate to be a part of this. I heard a thank you to Mrs. Pam Keel. You know, she allowed this to happen. I like to say allowed. She she supported and loved Coach through all these years, um, and and gave him the opportunity to go out and impact the lives of thousands of young adults, as well as other adults uh, that he came across throughout all these different experiences. Using his platform to, you know, help people become the best version of themselves. That's truly what did everything.
3: Hey Jeff, I I have a saying that I use a lot because I was a basketball coach for a long time. I believe there's a special place in heaven for coaches' wives, and <laughs> I've got a I've got a feeling so that true. Pam Pam Keel's going to be in that that area, and she's going to be holding court, saying, "Man, my husband was gone a ton, and then all of a sudden he came back, and he he stopped coaching and." I, he, I, I had to get him going out and getting some hobbies because I didn't know what it was going to be like to hang out with him nonstop all year long. So, <laughs> I uh, hey, I agree with you, Jeff, and, and um, I just really appreciate your willingness to come on. There hasn't been anybody that said anything but, man, yes, for sure, how much time and, and what time do you need me. So, uh, Jeff Johnson, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. It's been good to meet you, and, and I look forward to meeting you, you as well honey. in person.
7: Great, hey, thanks, thanks, Jeff, thanks and my best coach. to your
3: family.
7: Yep, thank you. You, you bet, Thanks for all the memories and all the the awesome. great leadership. Uh, truly honored to be a part of the whole the whole history here. Wouldn't say awesome. for anything, my friend. Thank you.
3: Hey, Dave, we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we've got uh, Joel Beard, then Jake Davis, and John Bonner will get us up to the top of the hour. Joel Beard, who's the athletic director out at Beloit uh, Memorial. Jake Davis, head football coach over at uh, Germantown. He, uh man, he played for you and coached against you. And then my son-in-law, John Bonner, um, said, man, can I please just uh, thank uh, Coach Keel for a few minutes? And that's who we'll have on uh, the, next, uh, the next two segments. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented, as always, by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. On the other line is Dave Keel. And we are celebrating the career that Dave had at Homestead. And, Dave, I'm not kidding when I said, look, I put this on Facebook and my phone started blowing up, and one of the guys that sent me a text um, was Doug James. And Doug's uh, son's... Uh, played at Whitefish Bay. Andrew played uh, offensive line. his, his son uh, I, I coached Kevin in basketball, but he was a baseball basketball guy. His daughter Grace, he was a really good athlete at Bay. and he sent me a text. He said, look, I gotta just tell you one quick story. I went to a wrestling um, match at, at jv one of all things over at uh, at Homestead. And I walked in and and I saw Coach Keel there, and he was like working the table. And he kind of looked at me. I looked at him. I said, "What are you doing here?" And he said, you know what, we uh, coaches here, we support other sports because we want our kids here to be multi-sport athletes. And he went on to tell me a little bit about some of the things you talked about. He said, look, I, I've had so much respect for Coach Kill for a long time, but that conversation that he had with me, I just, I, I often think about it, and I had so much respect for a guy saying, Look, I'll work the wrestling matches because Ernie will help me work the football games. And I just love that. And that was a big part of your your mindset at Homestead. We
4: wanted our kids to be involved in, in lots of different sports. Andy was a force, Mendy a force sport athlete. Jeff Johnson was also an outstanding basketball player. Uh, our next guest, Joel. Uh, great football and basketball player. In fact, he played for Bull Ryan at Platteville, got a national championship, I think. So, I mean, it's that's one of the things we really strongly emphasize. Uh, you get involved with other sports, uh, we don't have all the answers in football, learn from other great coaches and become a well-rounded young person, and that, that'll that be the best for you and for your family and for our school. So, we always strongly encourage that.
3: Well, as you talked about our next guest, and, and uh, he's the athletic director at Beloit Memorial. I don't know how he, you know, he's from this area. How we let him get away and go up to Beloit, uh, I can I, tell I, you I, that. But yeah. I hear nothing but oh I bad. hear nothing but really, really good oh things God. about this man. And another quarterback. I, how many quarterbacks do you have over there at Homestead, Coach? <laughs> my goodness. Uh, yeah. Well, it seems like we have a couple. And Joel Beard. I I got to tell you, we had Jeff Johnson, who was a quarterback in 1991, and I said, Hey, Dave Keel was toughest on his quarterbacks. And Jeff Johnson didn't even want to say yes, he was, because I think he's afraid that coaches are going to get him back on the track to make him run laps or something. Our next guest is Joel Beard. Again, he is the uh, athletic director at Beloit Memorial High School. Hey, Joel, how are you today? Hey, I'm doing great. How are
4: you guys doing, Coach? How are you doing? Hey, Joel, I'm outstanding. It's awesome to talk to you, my friend, man alive. I'm doing well. You too, I guess?
8: Oh, yeah, yeah, doing well. Good. Doing well. Thanks Good. for having me on. I, I'm truly humbled by uh, being on the show and having a chance to say a few words uh, about coach keel
3: hey uh, joel um when i when i talked to you and we talked for quite a while the other day on the phone and and you said look this is a guy who had a big big impact on on my life and all my friends and all our the players when you think about your days um playing at homestead can you talk a little bit about some of the things that that you learned that maybe you didn't know you were learning back then but now that you're a grown man, that you 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 understand some of the things that they were teaching you. Well, you know, it's it's, it's funny that um,
8: as I'm getting older and it
3: seems like my days
8: at Homestead were a long time ago. But um, what I carry over as being athletic director at Beloit Memorial are very similar to what Coach Keel taught us at a very young age. I didn't know it then, but servant leadership is where it's at, and I try to try to do that for our coaches and our and our student athletes here. And that, that's a direct uh, tribute to uh, Coach Keel and, and what he instilled in us as, as a program and, and as uh, young men uh, moving forward in our lives. And, and I truly appreciate that, Coach. Um, uh, for my, from Personally, I, I didn't get a chance to play my senior year for Coach Keel. I, I, I tore up my knee, and uh, it was devastating because I lost my whole senior year. Um, but it was Coach Keel that really helped me get through that period Um, not a whole lot of people, not especially football coaches, head coaches will let a, will let a senior hold, uh, put headsets on for the football games and, and keep me, kept me involved. And to be honest with you, I went on to be a college football coach and it's really because of that, of that moment right there. So, um, I appreciate that coach and wanted to say thank you. Oh, you're so welcome! I think you maybe
4: probably suggested half the place. The reason we had a <laughs> successful year was you were up there telling me what to call, which was uh, greatly appreciated on my my end for sure.
8: I, I think got a story about that year too because uh, Coach uh, Coach Means brought up the Menominee Falls game. Yeah, and uh, that was that was my senior year, I believe. And um, Coach, I don't know if I don't I don't remember if I asked you to speak to the team or. If you ask me to speak to the team, but it doesn't really matter. But I haven't, I've never told you this, but when I spoke to him, I said someone from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel came up to me and uh, asked why wasn't I playing and all those types of things. And I told him I hurt my knee against Hartford and I'll be out for the rest of the year. And he said, um, well, then uh, there's really no reason for me to be here because they, they have no chance of winning without you. And I kind of told the team that that was a lie. <laughs> you know, that, wasn't, that, wasn't, that wasn't exactly you how that up. conversation. <laughs> but that's what I do, our teammates. I think we, I think we won that game nine to zero, and our, our defense yeah. played awesome that game. You know, we so um, I had a good some good friends on that Monte Love and and Scott yeah. Helms and and uh, Dashi and Chris. Those guys were they were big time, and they they carried us that game. Hey. They sure did. They did the whole season,
4: yeah. We had, B- we had a great okay. defense after uh, the knee injury.
3: Hey, Joel. so you come on live on the radio and say, OK, let me tell you, this is that really didn't happen. You know, getting watching the Michael uh, Jordan, um, you know, all episodes when he when he would say some things in his head or tell people, you know, that guy called me Mike and not Michael. So I'm going to get 40 out of him next time. And then he starts laughing. He goes, well, that really never happened. I think that's hysterical. Well, the, you I know
4: what? Joel, after the game, Mike, I said, Joel. Did that really happened. He left at me, coach. No way. <laughs> <laughs> no way. But I
3: agree, man. you know what? That was Amazing that's enough. beautiful. Well, that, that's his first job as a coach, right there, to get those boys fired up and figure out exactly. how to do it. I I <laughs> love that. Hey, Joel, how, how, are you enjoying your time as the athletic director at Beloit Memorial? You like that community? I I, I got to figure out. After talking to you for an hour the other day, I'd love to get you back closer to closer to home, man. Oh yeah, I,
8: you know what? We have a great community down here. Um, and, uh, we're, we're, it's a pretty tight knit community and I love it, you know, and I'm, I'm getting a chance to learn, um, how to become a better ath- or athletic director. And again, I, I'm going to go back to Coach Keel. if I could get to that level, I think I could be pretty solid, but I got a long way to go, um, to get to a level of Coach Keel and what he's done at Homestead football. And um, so, I, but I do love it, but I would love a chance to come back if there's an opportunity to get back in the Milwaukee area and, um, and try to okay. move our family. The family's family still on right? right? Absolutely. They're still there. And um, yep. they might even be listening right now because Coach came. Uh, another <laughs> thing, a Coach, people are really close so to my family.
3: What, what's that, Joe?
8: I said you're really close to what quit with my family. And, and awesome. um, yep. my mom and dad still talk about you and, and uh, oh. wonder how you're doing. Um, so yeah, I, I know they appreciate what you've done for me and what you've done for our family, so I'm going to you know, say thank you on behalf of, Joel's of them mom well. was, Mike, Joel's
4: mother was our assistant principal for a number of years, and she's a supervisor also, just a f- phenomenal woman, just a, a great leader in our school, and uh, she took no baloney from anybody, and she, just, <laughs> she ruled with an iron fist and did a great job, and and the kids loved her. The staff loved her. She's just a phenomenal leader in our building, and um, man alive. Thought the absolute world of her, just, man, what a great lady.
3: Hey, and we're going to, Joe, we're going to get to a break, but it's interesting that so far, everybody we've had on, and I said said it that first segment, Dave, but everybody has said servant leadership right away. Hey, let me tell you what I learned. Let me tell you not so much what he said, but how he did things and and then watched him as a man and how he did it. And, And Dave, I just think that that is as big a compliment. To you and and your family and and what you've done at homestead, that anything anybody can talk about. And at least in my eyes, and and uh, man, Joel Beard, I really appreciate your time and your willingness to come on. And I look forward to meeting you in person. I, I've got your phone now, Joel. So when I need <laughs> when I need an athletic director, I'm gonna call you. You're gonna get sick and tired of hearing from me, pal. <laughs> <laughs> anytime, Mike. Anytime.
8: If, if if you got a second, I would like to say though, even though he's serving leadership, and he was a great great uh for the community coach kill is a pretty dang good football coach too you know mm. um i spent a few years at Nicolet and watching them on film we're getting ready to play homestead ah that's that's a tough chore so i mean he i know he had his finger on in a lot of things but he's a great football coach and great no doubt man. um and um so that goes along with it too along with the servant leadership and it just uh, just a great career coach
3: congratulations uh, Joel, and i look thank forward you, to Mike. playing golf with you Ah, you and me, exactly.
4: I'm going to be working on that, that's for
3: sure. Yeah, you better give him nine nine shots a round or something. Nine <laughs> shots a side is what you should be. I'm just kidding. Joe Beard, thank you so much. We're going to get to a break. Jake Davis, head football coach at Germantown, is going to join us. Uh, and then John Bonner, who's who was on uh, Dave's staff the last couple of years. He's my son-in-law. We're going to get him on. Uh, Right after Jake Davis, on the other side of the break, this is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaching Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaching Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I'm Mike McGivern, and this has been a really good show so far. Coach Keel, thank you again for allowing us to to do this. Thank you, Joel Beard, and Jeff Johnson, and Andy Renicky, and Doctor Means, man, what a great uh, first four guests! And and those guys, I've not, I don't know in person, but I got a chance to talk to our next two guests. I know um, one of them really well. This next one pretty well, and I'm a big fan of Jake Davis. And I doing the Thursday night games when when I when we would do the Homestead Germantown game, Jake was like, look, this this one's hard for me, man. I, I love that program. I played for that man. I have so much respect for him. I want to beat him tonight. I want to get him tonight. And uh, I he Jake was the first guy I called. I said, Jake, I'm thinking about asking coach keel to do this if i do this will you come on he said well good luck getting him to let you do this because i, I didn't tell him about it. i'm calling your wife line coach uh, head coach at germantown jake davis hey coach thanks a lot for a couple minutes of your time how you doing
9: oh great not a problem glad to be here coach keel congratulations on your retirement
4: oh jake sure do appreciate it thank you uh it's uh, it's special just hear from guys like you and uh, actually had got the coach with jake's father back in the day yeah
3: Yep. Man, mm-hmm. Hey, Jake, did you know when you were playing for Coach Kiel that one day, um, did you think one day, look, I'm going to be a coach, and, and did you think about some of the things that he was teaching and how he was going about it and getting practices together? Were you putting that in the back of your mind, thinking, okay, when I become a coach, I'm going to do that? Or at that age, are you just thinking about playing?
9: Well, I, I, I had always wanted to be a teacher coach growing up, so, so I had always been thinking about those things. It's funny you, you mentioned as I was thinking about a, 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 a story from a while back. I don't know if Coach Q remembers this, but we were actually playing Milwaukee Lutheran as a, as, a, as I think it was a sophomore, as a young kid. Uh, it, it was, uh, we were playing and I remember, no, it was, maybe it was my junior, but we were playing and I remember suggesting a play call and he was kind of like, I don't think so. I'm like, oh, let's do it. He's like, great, hey, go ahead, run it. And I remember, going and, and calling, calling that play and watching it get stuffed. And then I remember that I'm <laughs> not going to play the player anymore. He kind of looking at me like, see, I'm the coach, you're the player. So I remember uh, learning a lesson then for sure. So uh, that, that was my first experience as a, a player learning what a coach actually does there. So that was that was kind of a, that, that was one of those moments right there you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I didn't remember that one, Jake. <laughs> yeah.
3: uh, that is hilarious. Hey, yeah. hey, Dave. Jake Davis is not only you know a player and a coach, and but you know he's been a, a really good friend to your families and to your Absolutely. son Jason, who we're going to have on later yeah. in the show. And and hey, Jake, to, to 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 be friends with Jason and to have you know his dad be the the, the coach. We're going to ask him about this. He, he was put in a difficult position, but when I talked to him, he said, man, i loved every single minute of it, and Jake and I were really good friends back then, and we're still really good friends. You know, the guys that we become friends with on teams that we play in high school, we continue to be friends with for a really long time, and that certainly is the case there.
9: Absolutely, it was, it was a really unique experience, and that's why you know it's a you know we you know I, it's more than just a, a player-coach relationship. Coach Keel and I have you know it's, we do see the different aspect of it, the family side of it. So, uh, which is why I'm super excited for. You and your retirement coach, because you get—I you know, know how much family means to you too that way—and you get to spend the time there. But uh, yeah, it was—it just was a very unique, uh, w- you know, relationship that way. Growing up, you know, seeing the different side of it, seeing the home side, because I would actually, you know, be over there, you know, just as, as the
4: as the friend of the son kind of thing. Rather <laughs> right? Than, you know, yeah. The, the yeah. player at, at the coach's house. <laughs> so there's extra pressure on coach's kid and coach's kid's friends, and I can yeah. tell you, Mike, Jake, those guys never, ever, ever came close to let me down uh jason or his buddies jake and, and victor and the rest of them they were all fantastic uh students athletes and and citizens man it was an honor to to be around them. there's no doubt about it
3: jake I, you know what we're gonna get we're gonna have to cut you loose quick but i can tell you this that i i have i went and listened to you at one of tony rush's raising That's the nice. stakes fundraising and as you spoke about uh servant leadership and i sat next to yeah. dave and and uh you know what? He was so proud, and I, there wasn't a, a dry eye in yeah, the house. And was. you did a great job. And and you went back and said, "Look, I some of this is this is where I learned it. You know, I was 15, yeah. 16 years old." And and um, Jake, I appreciate uh, you being such a good ambassador, and and the amount of love and respect that you have for Coach. So Gil.
4: proud of Jake, Mike. We got I got a quick story for you. Just take yeah. ten seconds.
3: <laughs> That's all right. The championship
4: game, second quarter. Jake comes to the huddle and says to the QB, says. Andy says, I think I broke my thumb. QB says, yeah, what would you like me to do about that? <laughs> so Jake played two and a half quarters with a broken thumb. He forgot to tell me, forgot to tell the doctor, forgot to tell the trainer. Had surgery when the season was over and became a state champion, playing two and a half quarters with a all-darn broken thumb <laughs> on his snapping hand. And, and yeah. that's the kind of guy he is. And he's, he's a great ambassador, great leader of the Germantown program. Man, hes I'm so
3: proud of him. Well, he doesn't. That doesn't surprise me because Jake Davis is a tough dude. Jake, thank you so much for a couple minutes of your time. I really appreciate it, brother. Thank, thank
9: you, I Appreciate. It. Thank you, Coach. Thank you, Appreciate it again. Enjoy your retirement, and we'll be. We'll talk. I'm sure. But uh, thank you yeah, for all we'll you've
3: in touch. You Absolutely, Mike. You bet. Right. You know, you know, Dave. Uh, there's a chance he may call you to ask you to re- to go out and scout a game or two, or to break down some film. <laughs> you know, know what? If Pam thinks you're just going to be hanging out i I'm, I'm gonna tell her at you know 11:50 that that might not be the case hey our next guest and and one of the reasons that i that i wanted to meet you for breakfast was to say thank you um for having my son-in-law on your staff and as i told you at uh when we had breakfast you know john bonner is he's a really good son-in-law he's a he's a great husband and a great father and and uh he, 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 he loves my daughter. He treats and, – and, and, and with my grandsons, he's just a, always around him and, and teaching them lessons, and he's a really good guy. And, you know, he was with uh, two other programs, and both of those coaches, I don't know if either one could pick him out of the lineup, to be honest with you. And then he gets on on your staff, and, and him and I had – he was living kitty-corner for me at the time. And he said, okay, now I understand what it's like – to be truly part of a staff and coach keel makes me feel like, you know, I'm a big part of this. And, and he, i, I tell you, we had more conversations about you and, and your coaching philosophy and how you handled stuff. And then I said, John, I, I'd love for you to come on and, and just spend a few minutes with us uh, to say thank you to coach keel. And we're now joined by again, uh, my son-in-law. And, uh, he is, uh, he is a better father and a better husband than he was a coach, uh, I, I got to tell you that, and he was a pretty good coach, Dave Keel, and oh he's joining us. Go ahead.
4: He is absolutely a very good coach. He gets yeah. to know the players well, and he, he does a phenomenal job. He he he's been very very instrumental in our success the past number of years. Versus JB, then varsity coach. I mean, he's, hey, he's a special man.
3: Hey John, thanks a lot for a couple of minutes of your time. Can I ask you when you when you found out that that Dave? Uh, Uh, retired first first couple things that went through your head I know we had the conversation and and I can just tell you that that the amount of respect that you have for him and the program he ran yeah absolutely absolutely hey
2: Dave how are you doing
4: we're doing well John thank you good
2: good to hear uh yeah no um I yeah I I I was actually um a little shocked you know because I was kind of looking forward to uh working with him one last year and um yeah i was was a little shocked i got a text message i I don't hang out on social media all the time sometimes not all the time and i got a text uh uh from a friend of mine and uh he's like hey did you hear this and i was like no (laughs) So (laughs) i I was a little shocked but um yeah it's uh you know a lot of emotions and you know dave's kind of a you know and i don't mean to i guess put you in an age bracket but you're kind of like a father figure you know and so it's uh it's one of, you know, it's one of those things where um, you know someone that you look up to, someone that uh, you know maybe not fully directly mentored, but I mean mentor in the football uh, realm and um, you know things that he's done, I've watched and observed and implemented in my own life. So uh, I was a little shocked, but I'm really happy. I mean, I'm happy that um, you know all the success that you've had, and I was able to kind of ride on the coattails a little bit towards the end of it. so um, I you know, I, that kind of shock turned into, you know, uh, joy for you. So I'm, uh, you know, really excited that you're taking this step. Well, thank you, John. I appreciate it.
4: It's been an honor to have you on staff a couple last few years. And uh, I hear nothing but great reports from the from the folks over at Lakeshore, the job you're doing in the classroom. And I think you probably owe most of it to your
3: father-in-law. You know? 100- 100%. You know, he all kicked <laughs> his coverage, man. He he would be, you know, he'd, he'd still be living in some apartment with four other guys looking for a date somewhere. And if it wasn't for his father-in-law, See? being able to, you know, being able to land such a beautiful girl as my daughter, Katie. Bonner, you lucked out. You all kicked your coverage, yeah. pal. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. And good thing that yeah, he Welcome like to the away. club. So did Mike and I. <laughs> so did, yeah, no doubt. And thank goodness she likes football. I, have got to be honest. Hey, John, I, you know, the the amount of uh, love that you that you have for Coach Keel in that Homestead program. Um, again, we've had that conversation, and the the things you learned about servant leadership and, and being a leader of men uh, coming from Coach Keel that we've had conversations with over the years is just incredible. And and uh, I know I know that. Uh, that you really have a t- true respect respect and love for Dave.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And that, you know, and that whole theme of servant leadership, um, I do, you know, I have a funny story about that. Not only, I mean, on a, on a real sense, you know, Dave, obviously, you know, he's, um, you know, the first to sacrifice himself and, um, you know, put others first and things like that. But one of the funniest things, uh, that I could remember about that with servant leadership is, um, there's a guy that helps out. He's our ball boy. And, uh, uh, Andrew and um, you know this past year I took on the responsibility of taking him home after football games and um, you know it's just it was, it, it, Andrew and I have a special relationship and I got to know him a little bit more this uh, past year by taking them home. Well, one game I don't even remember which game it was, but I, uh, I I just got caught up in you know cleaning stuff up, taking some you know jerseys to the laundry room, talking with some of the guys, and uh, you know we went over to Remington's afterwards and it's probably 45 minutes and all of a sudden Dave shows up and he says to me, Hey, how did it go dropping Andrew off? And my mind just went blank. My, like my jaw dropped. I was like, Oh my gosh, I forgot about Andrew. And he's like, don't, he goes to me and goes, don't worry about it. I took care of it. You know, he's like, I, I, I took care of Andrew. I took him home. And, you know, and so it's like one of those things where it's, you know, even uh, in one of your weakest moments where you kind of slip up and forget someone's depending on you, Dave was there. And, you know, he was able to, uh, take him home and didn't even complain about it and things like that. So that's, and that's just, you know, say that's, you know, that's who you are. And I know I've only known you for the past five years, but, um, those are things that even I, I started implementing more in my life of, you know, not complaining about stuff and just getting the job done and doing what you need to. And even if it's helping somebody else out, even if you know you're dead tired and, Things like that. And, uh, yeah, so I just, I, I thought that was hilarious. So that my jaw dropped. I was like, oh, gosh, I forgot about Andy. Hey, and you better Dave, believe I, I still hear about that from Andrew. Andrew still, <laughs> still holds the grudge against No,
4: me. I thank, thank you for taking Yeah, for all you've Dave, done, John. You've been a great addition to our staff.
3: Hey, Dave, I ended yeah. up having to pick up my grandsons after he forgets them all the time. So that <laughs> didn't surprise me at all. He is John Bonner. He was an assistant coach at Homestead. John, thanks a lot for a few minutes of your time. Thank you, John. You
2: got it. Thanks for having me on, Dave. Congratulations. And uh, we're going to have to go get a soda sometime.
3: Yeah, I'd like that. You got it. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Demetrius Johnson is going to join us. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
0: All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores. I
2: feel that you smell that fresh coat.
0: Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan and the fans' high school insider. Big time, Mike McGivern. Uh,
3: welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, alongside, kind of, I guess, uh, I wish we'd be in studio, but no worries with that, Dave Keel. Hey, Coach, do you think that uh, Dr. Means is still listening? I think uh, he is, don't you? Yeah, he's in the He's in the air. Yeah, I, I think he is. Dr. Means, if you are... Um, get to get uh, get that airline ticket to Arizona. <laughs> we we can't get a hold of Demetrius Johnson. We keep going okay. to voicemail. So Doctor Means, I talked to him for about 40 minutes the other night. In fact, in his car was a guy that I, I've known for a long time, moved to Arizona. Um, coach Vaughn is a basketball coach. He was on the staff with me over at Martin Luther. And I'm talking to Demetrius, and obviously he says, hey, by the way, you know who's in the car with me? I said, no, he goes, Coach Vaughn. I said, you got to be kidding. So I talked another 15 minutes with him, and Demetrius was very excited. He's uh, at a basketball tournament with his older son, with his All son right. who's a, at 17, and he said, hey, we don't play till 1.30, 11 o'clock central time is perfect and uh, i'll be ready for the call. Well, mm. he uh, he is not ready. Yeah, that's all right. Well, you know you and i can do well, you and i can sure. do this segment just fine. Coach you know, when he's when we we'll talk with him, Mike.
4: Let me, let me give you a couple quick things about Demetrius. He's he's
6: yeah.
4: phenomenal. Uh senior year 324 carries for like 2200 yards or something oh, like man. that. He Never got hit hard once cuz he always had the ability and Demond mentioned this he always had the ability to take a glancing blow and never had on. But well, we're running a punt one time, and he's kind of jogging down. He was our personal protector, and some kid from a, another school just blindsided him. The hardest hit he took all the year. He comes <laughs> over to the sideline, and I go, hey, Michi, you didn't see that one coming up huh? And he just shakes his head. It was just amazing. And uh, in 99, we're heading up to Madison for the state game, and Coach Oswald mentioned, uh, what's the offensive game plan today, Dave? I said. We're going to give to Demetrius right, Demetrius left, Demetrius up the middle, <laughs> and uh, sure enough, 32 carries, 195 yards later, he he uh, helped uh, the Highlanders get hey, the state championship along with hey, great d- defense
3: Coach Coach Means, if you're uh, if you're uh, listening, you can uh, cancel that uh, airline ticket to Arizona. Not going to have to find this young man and make him run anymore. We're now joined by Demetrius Johnson. Demetrius, Coach Means was was starting to uh, figure out what airline he was going to fly to Arizona to make you run, <laughs> young man. Demetrius, how you doing?
10: I'm doing good. Hey, I'm sorry I'm running late, but um, was got caught up with the boys. But I'm happy no. to be on. Coach Kill, Coach Means, hi. Hey, Co- Co-
3: Coach uh, Means, is, uh, is he is yeah. listening, and... Uh, he, uh, he did tell me he'd come get you and make you run if, if you didn't join us. Hey, Demetrius, let's talk a little bit about your days over at Homestead. And, look, before you came on, um, Coach Keel just started rattling stats off about, you know, what an unbelievable football player you were. Can we talk about those days back playing for Homestead and what it was like playing for Coach Keel?
10: Oh, man, yes, definitely, man. It was, uh, it was truly a blessing. So... Uh... Coach Kill, thank you, you know, from from oh. the bottom of my heart for uh giving yeah. me the opportunity and just really mm. um teaching me what it takes to be a man and, and providing life skills that I still use to this day. But um, you know, like I said, being a part of that is um was it's something special, you know, something I will always cherish. Um, one of the mm. highlights uh, of my life. Um, and it was all made possible because of uh, you know, Coach Kill and and really the opportunity he gave me, and, uh, you know, just trusting me, um, you know, from the beginning. You know, I was, what, a young boy, freshman, right, Coach Gill?
4: Yeah, freshman year he uh, came on, on, on varsity. You and Andy. Yeah, yeah,
10: yeah, and I didn't even, right, I didn't even know if I was supposed to be there. You know, uh, I don't know if it was set up by, by Coach Means, but I showed it was
4: up. That was Dr. Means' <laughs> call right there. He said, I think we need to give this young man a look.
10: <laughs> right, yep. right, right, right. So, he was um, so right. You know, mm-hmm. and no, oh, he did. Yeah, a, and I'm just so happy, man, to be a part of it.
0: You
4: know, hey, Mike, uh, go ahead. Our, our good friend Coach Datka from Germantown. When when Demetrius senior year, uh, he pretty much Demetrius owned that that field that night. Coach Datka's quote at the end of the game was, uh, "We couldn't have tackled that young man in a phone booth." <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the kind of game Demetrius <laughs> had against Germantown that night. He was just incredibly special. Uh, but but even today, I mean, he showed up two years ago and just was in town. He came over on Friday night and just off the top of, uh, you know, out of the blue just spoke to our offensive players for like 10 minutes, just talking to him about the, the most important things. And that's the guys next to him, the guys in the locker room. And he was just outstanding with our players. And I don't know if I ever said thank you enough for that, Demetrius, but that was just fantastic what you did. I sincerely appreciate that. Yeah,
10: yeah. yeah but it started with you, Coach Kill. Seriously, to this day, even in my profession, you know, like I used to, uh, a mindset of forming the culture versus just a, a, a team, you know, and, that, yeah. and that's really what you had at Homestead, and that's why that program has so much tradition, it's because of the culture that you form, and, it, and obviously, like, it starts with the leader, and I'm just, like I said, so blessed to um, have been able to play under you and just uh, learn from you, and so, um, like I say, you've been a blessing to me, which, you know, has transpired to be a blessing to my family and these young kids that I'm trying to uh, touch now, so... Like, you've done more for me than than you
4: actually know, like, seriously. Oh, well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that, Mitch. man. It means the world to me. And to know that some of the things that uh, we started way back in the day continue to this day, that, that's that, that's awesome.
3: Hey, Demetrius, I can't thank you enough for, for just a couple of minutes of your time. And I know that um, you're at a basketball tournament, and we're going to promote a fundraiser out in uh in, in Brookfield in Germantown for the next couple of minutes of this segment and and I can't thank you enough and it was really nice talking to you and coach Vaughn the other day uh I miss him you know I miss I miss getting in the gym with him and talking basketball with him and and uh good luck to your son uh this uh this tournament and this year for for basketball and I hope that uh, he has a great year
10: Oh, the, I appreciate it. Hey, Coach Kill, man, I love you. Like, I love you. And, um, oh, like, I can't thank you enough, seriously. Like, uh, you're a great man. And, um, like, you've instilled so many things in my life that uh, I will continue to pass to other kids and my family. So, thank you. I, I appreciate
4: you. that. Uh, and, and, and the honor is all mine. And to hear what you're doing with your life and, and your children and uh, everything in your life is, is that you make me proud, Demetrius. And I'm incredibly proud of you, my friend. I appreciate it. I love it. you, buddy.
3: I love you. That's yep. awesome. Yep. Demetrius Johnson, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. boy. I wish you know, Coach Ray, th- this uh, show is is the busiest that I've ever done, and i would <laughs> I would love to have Demetrius on for three segments and Jake Davis oh on gosh. for six segments. but you I'm, know I'm so we are that young man. oh boy. we we have, uh, I, I gotta tell you this, as we reach out to Stacy, she's the owner of the Brookfield Nine round, and uh, her son, He's eight years old, and to the eight, he, it's his eighth birthday today. He's eight years old today, I'm- and he is doing a um, a fundraiser, an Alex lemonade stand. His name is Sawyer, and his his goal was to raise a thousand dollars through a lemonade stand that would go to childhood cancer research, and he, he it, 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 he's hosting the stand in honor for uh, Isla, who is a three year old Wauwatosa resident that's currently fighting leukemia. And and Dave, we are now joined by eight-year-old Sawyer, and, and he's already learned what it's like to give back and what servant leadership is as an eight-year-old Sawyer. How are you doing today?
11: I'm doing good.
3: Good. How are we doing? Did we hit that $1,500 goal yet?
11: Yes, we, we reached it and hired.
3: Well, you've gone higher. So now you guys have left Brookfield and you're going to do it in Germantown, correct? Yes, sir. So you're gonna just keep working today. Yes, sir. Hey, sorry, Do you know most people on their birthday just hang out at home and eat cake and stuff? You're working. Good for you. You're learning a very, very valuable lesson. Hey, um, are, do you have fun doing this lemonade stand? It's a good time, huh? Yes. Hey, did, what made you? What made you pick um, the childhood cancer research and and three year old um um isla that are currently uh fighting leukemia what made what made you select um that charity to 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 raise money for
11: i mean i just i just like being kind and i i would like to um see um childhood cancer go away
3: yeah hey dave he's he just turned eight (laughs) that is incredible hey mike how can we donate to, to sawyer you know what? And I'll get that to you. Um, you can go. In fact, I've got it right here. You can go to Alex, um, Alex, Alex, A-L-E-X-S, Lemonade dot org and go to uh, Sawyer's page. And I'll and, um, Dave, I will email this to you. And, and if you can lemonade.org y- Yep. And then you go to you go to my page and it's two one five. I'll get this to you. But if, if yeah, and he is now. So where in Germantown uh, are you guys going to be, Sawyer? Um. What's so you are you going to be out this front? Is and, Sawyer's
11: uh, mom. So we're hi. going to be at our house, which is on Whitetail
5: Run in Germantown.
11: We're on the very back side of the Lone Oaks subdivision.
5: And if he, people
11: want to donate to his stand online. They can simply go to Lemonade dot
5: org, and they just choose donate, and then they can actually search. And if they just search his name, Sawyer S A W Y
1: E R, it'll pull go. up his stand.
3: Hey, I, my biggest fear is that Sawyer's going to decide he wants to do a radio show, and I'm going to get fired, <laughs> and he's going to take my job because, <laughs> yeah, you know what, Stacey, you must be so proud of him.
5: I am over the moon
3: and proud of him. A you great, must be. You, you have arc. to be. I have met Stacy. She runs. She's the new owner, her and her husband, of the nine-round in Brookfield. If you've not done nine-round, I'll tell you what, I'm addicted to it. It's a 30-minute workout that you forget about what's going on in the world. You get some you get a little workout in then you get a little warm up in a little boxing, put boxing gloves on oh, no, and you no. punch the heck out of bags and you you follow what the trainers are telling you. I don't follow it, but you should. I just do my <laughs> own thing and I get a great sweat going. Stacy, thank you so much. Good luck to Sawyer. Happy birthday to Sawyer and I am so proud of this young man. He he's handled himself on the radio better than most of my guests. Absolutely. Congratulations, Sawyer, and happy birthday.
11: Thank you. Um can I tell you something real quick?
3: You bet. Go ahead.
11: Um, I'm just so happy, um, and um, I want to tell you how much money we have up together. All right. $2, tell 000,
3: me. <laughs> $2,743. You have got to be kidding me. Congratulations. That's, uh, crazy. You know what? Good for you. I'm so proud of you. And when you told me earlier during the when we had John during the 8 o'clock hour, I said, let's get to 1,500. You go, no, I'm thinking closer to 5,000. I said, you're out of your mind, Sawyer. Look at who was right. You were right. Man, good for you. Hey, Sawyer, we got to get to a break. Congratulations. Um, keep up the good work. I look forward to meeting you in person one day, young man. I look forward
11: to meeting you, too.
3: Excellent. Thank Sawyer, thank you so much. It's like I'm Congrats. talking to one of my, my friends, man. Unbelievable. Let's get to a break. He's taking my job, Dave. He'll be calling. Sawyer will be oh, calling yeah. you saying, come on my show. Let's get to yeah. a break. Um, Jason, your stepson's going to join us next and talk a little bit about what it was like playing for you and being part of that Homestead football program. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 1057 FM. The fan. Hey, welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores. And before we get to Jason, I just want to tell you that Wendy's has breakfast now. Yep. It's what America's going to be talking about. America's new favorite breakfast. And maybe we don't know it yet, but we're going to know it soon. We're talking fresh cracked eggs on every breakfast sandwich. Download the Wendy's app for deals on your new favorite breakfast. Man, it's uh, awfully good. And don't forget, as we talk about a lot, um, if you're part of a youth sports team, any youth sports team, if you wear a uniform and you walk into any Wendy's, You'll receive a free small Frosty at Wendy's because they believe in youth sports. They believe in uh, high school athletics. And they've been uh, certainly part of a lot of stuff that I do here regarding youth and high school sports. Just want to thank our local Wendy's store. So our next guest, and he's, uh, I'll tell you what, I had a chance to talk to him for quite a while, too. He's an impressive dude. And uh, not only... Was he Dave's son, but he's uh, he played for Dave, and really good friends with Jake Davis, and they stood up in each other's weddings. And when I called Jason and said, you want to come on, he said, man, I wouldn't miss this for the world. Whatever time you need me, I'll come on. Jason Qualley, how you doing?
1: I'm doing good, Mike. Thank you.
3: My, yeah, my thanks a lot for, be, a co- yeah, thanks for a couple minutes of <sighs> your time. Let's... uh. Let's just talk when, when you and I talked about Dave's career and, and what I think about it, you said, man, I appreciate that because uh, he has earned every part of, uh, of what he has as far as that program and that community and the amount of love and respect that you have for him is, is through the rough.
1: no, no question. this is a, you know this, this is a great way to celebrate a, a race extraordinarily well run, right? Um, you know what 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 dave has has built at homestead um, is just something that's just uh, amazing and the impact that he's had not only in my life which is just impossible to measure but on the lives of just countless people that have come through that program come through that school that community it's um it's just impossible to measure the impact that that dave has had on on so many people's lives it's it's just it's it's a humble it's it's humbling to think about what what he's meant to so many people. and I was just great grateful to be a part of it.
3: Hey, Jason, and you know what if Thank you people. had Jason, if you had any idea the kind of response that I've gotten, I, I this has been I've done this this kind of show for I think sixteen years. I've never ever gotten my phone blowing up until eleven fifteen last night with people saying, Hey, could you tell Dave? Thank you. Could you could you tell this story? Can I be a part of it? Can I call in? How do I get Dave a message? It has been through the roof, Jason. And so when you say that, he he will, you know, until he gets to heaven, he will never know how many people he has affected in such a positive way. But when you got a guy like Demetrius Johnson who came on, and and said, look, he wasn't afraid as a man to say, Dave, I love you. I love you because you created who I am today and I'm carrying that on uh, with the kids that I'm working with right now. So Jason, I, I agree with you a hundred percent.
4: And Micah, let me say that, you know, as, as I contemplated stepping down, uh, the first confident I, 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 called and spoke with was Jason. Uh, he, he is wise well beyond his years and he is a wonderful husband, a great father. And, just to see the growth in his children, the relationship with his wife means the world to me. Just like the other guests we've had, and uh, I'm so honored to call him my son, uh, and just love him, love him to, to, forever, and so much. It's an honor.
3: Hey, Jason, can I ask? I coached my son in basketball, and I didn't know until he graduated from Calvary Baptist, and I had him in studio, and we talked about. We did a father coaching their son's show and he was there and he said look you don't you don't really know even in a small school like calvary baptist what it was like sometimes to be the head to be the coach's son and i'm wondering how difficult that was for you at that time of your life
1: yeah no that's 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 an awesome question uh, it, it, it's it's funny we've had a number of quarterbacks on the on the show today and, and of course I, I was another one of them and you know, I've said this, I don't know how many times through the years in, in, in business interviews. Is You know, when you're the coach's kid, um, it's a little bit more pressure, right? The, the, the magnifying glasses on you a little bit more. But um, I just, if if Dave had not been a part of my life, if I had not had those experiences, th- there's just no way that, that I could be where I am today without it. I mean, it's, it's just invaluable. Now, let's not. You know, let's not sugarcoat everything, right? It's there were tough times, but yeah. that's that's part of being a, an excellent football coach and excellent man is, is holding people accountable, even when they don't want to be held accountable. Uh, pushing people past the point where they want to be pushed, um, but but universally being supportive and loving, and he did that not only to me, but but to every guy that he coached. So it was, boy, especially, special. You know, I was around this program from the time I was. First grade, I was the water boy. And some of these people you're bringing on, you know, gosh, I, these guys were idols to me. Uh, so it is just so cool to think, you know, how many people have gone to this program and now what it's become and, and what they've become as a result of it. So cool.
4: In fact, uh, Jeff Johnson. Came to one of Jason's birthday parties and played quarterback for Jason and his buddies when Jason was about nine years old or ten years that's, old.
1: That's exactly right. Yeah, that? you know, I I, that, I I sure do. I remember telling everybody we were going to Cedarburg Elementary School at that point. And, hey, the Homestead quarterbacks coming to my birthday party, and I mean that was pretty cool. I mean, I was I was a pretty popular kid in that class.
3: He's not the to Nerf
1: football for you. <laughs> I
4: that's remember right. that.
3: Hey Jason, it's you know you think about being in first and second grade and and going to probably going to bed with the Homestead jersey on thinking about one day, you know playing under the lights and playing for for your dad and and being a quarterback or at least just you know being part of that and then it it happens and it goes by so quickly. Can you talk a little bit about you know the the days? prior, you know, the Friday afternoon feeling, you know, those butterflies in your stomach. And then some of the things that you and Dave would talk about at home during the season, was it hard to separate him as your coach and then have him put the father hat on?
1: You know, there there might have been times it was hard, but, but they did a masterful job of that, right? I mean, it, it was such a unique experience for me. Right, you, football practice didn't end at whatever time it ended. It, it just kept going right on in the evening. we we yep. talk about practice and probably talk about some of the things I didn't do so well and a few of the things I did well. But it was so s- such an amazing experience. We'd watch film together right, and prepare for the summer. You know, it's funny. I, I don't know which summer it was between sophomore, junior year, maybe freshman, sophomore, something like that. Well, I, I had a problem taking snaps. All right, so we're, we're going to work on that. So Dave goes out and buys this ridiculous – snapping contraption machine and <laughs> and I, I instead of me playing with my friends all summer I, I get to go play with this big metal practice machine and well sure enough I didn't fumble a snap after that so I guess it was I guess it was a worthwhile investment and but it just goes to show how committed he was to 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 me uh as a player but but as a son as well
3: boy that's that's awesome Dave how was it for you as as you know, coaching your son, and and again, I've told people throughout the show you're toughest on some of your quarterbacks. Was that was that was that difficult for you um, at Jason that time?
4: Had double well, you know, we had Pam to kind of kind of be the moderator, and she was always, hey, that's enough, that's enough, type of thing. And she was really good at that, and she let me know, hey, settle down, it's time for dinner. We don't need to talk <laughs> football at dinner. You know, one of those. That's kinds awesome. Of deals that. Well, you know, like I said to Jake, it's extra pressure on on Jason being in the high school where i taught and coached and, and jason's friends and literally never once was there ever a concern for for the behavior of of our son jason of, of jason's friends they just they knew that the microscope was on their back and they knew the big old uh, target was on their back and they just were I, I could not be more proud of how they how jason conducted himself how jason's friend i mean it, it, to this day i'm amazed at how 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 easy it was for, for me as their coach to, to to coach them to to love them up in high school and be so darn proud of them then and, and even now
8: even more now.
3: Jason I can't uh, thank you enough what are you doing now and where are you and, and tell us a little bit about what's going on in your life. <clears throat> sure
1: yep I'm, uh, I'm down in Atlanta been in uh, a sales business role for 16 years down here and just putting those those good uh, good lessons that I learned uh, through the through the years at Homestead to practice and and as as Dave mentioned, I'm a, a, a proud husband and 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 father to two young kids that that call Dave Grandpa and boy do they they love when when Grandpa visits and Grandma visits and and they're going to be pretty darn excited that that Grandpa's going to have his fall a little bit more open to spend <laughs> more time with with Grandpa and Grandma.
4: Yeah, yeah I can't, can't wait.
3: I'll tell you this, Jason. When we had breakfast the other day, he talked about just that. He talked about, and I get goosebumps a little bit. He talked about just that. He said, "Look, this. You know what this is going to do? Is going to give me a chance during a time of year that I've never really been able to do it, but I'm going to be able to go see my son and see my grandkids a little bit more, and I'm so excited about it." Jason, I can tell you that um, I don't know about half, but at least a quarter of of that breakfast. He he talked about you and how proud he is of you and 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 certainly the things that you you're doing now and what a good football player you were and and uh, just a really really good kid. So, I uh, you know I'm sure that as fathers we don't tell our kids enough how proud we are of them. But man, he uh, he adores you and and uh, the man that you become. With well,
1: thank you. the the feeling The feeling is mutual. That. that uh, you know, it's not just words. You know, what the impact Dave has had on my life is just um, immeasurable. And, um, boy, he, he loved me when he didn't have to, and, and, and I loved him the same. And it's just uh, it's a special
3: relationship. Jason, yeah. thank you. I appreciate it, man. I really appreciate uh, your willingness to come on, and, and I knew that uh, you would jump at the chance. So thank you so much. I, I yeah, do uh, appreciate I your buddy.
4: time. i love to know Adeline and
3: Sherry, too.
1: Will do. Yep, my pleasure. Congratulations. The race, a race well run, Dave.
3: That's Thank awesome. You. That's just Appreciate great it. words. We're gonna to get to a break. Other side of the break, uh, Jeff McLean is gonna join us. And and I gotta tell you, um, if you don't know the name, I didn't really know the name either. And then uh, got a, a little information on on this dude. Oh man. He was a 99-state champion, and then he went to the Naval Academy, and he flew uh, F-18 Super Hornets. His wife is a Homestead grad, and she's a pilot as well. And uh, I thought I was texting the right number, and I didn't hear back from him. And then the last night he reached out and said, look, are, are you going to tell me what time? I said, I thought I was texting this number. He said, no, that's the wrong number. I said, I thought as a Navy guy you got scared to come on the radio. He's like, yeah, whatever. So we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break. Uh, Jeff McLean is going to join us. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, and we are celebrating Dave Keel's unbelievable run at, at Homestead. This is a man that built, uh, again, one of the best high school football programs. I think it'll go down in the history of the state of Wisconsin. In that conversation, when people go, Wait, okay, who's the, who had the best program? And I think, you know, for years to come, guys like me will be talking about this program that he built. Our next guest, again, a 1999 state champion over at Homestead. He then uh, was in the Naval Academy. He was a pilot. He uh, married a pilot who was a different part of the military. I think that's hysterical to me. But uh, Jeff McLean, Homestead grad and uh, 99 state champion. Thank you so much for a couple of minutes of your time, Jeff. How are you been?
12: I'm great. And, you know, it's great to be here. Like you said, there's hundreds of players that be lining up to be on this phone call to talk about how much Coach Keel has shaped their lives. So it truly is a privilege to be talking to you today so hey coach congratulations thank you jeffrey really appreciate it my friend absolutely and mike let me let me mention something real quick you you uh you mentioned best high school football program in the state i would go beyond that and say it's one of the best high school communities in the state coach also coached the women's softball team uh so beyond football beyond athletics just creating a culture of excellence um, you know, all the great stuff that we talked about today, character, servant leadership, he, he's led this whole community for three decades. And so I think that's important to mention. Thank you, Jeff. Hey
3: Jeff, when, when you and I talked and I agree with you and, and I was going to bring up uh, softball and, and I, you know, the people that I talked to on that side were like, Hey, you should do a softball show and we'll do, we'll do the same for Dave. And I yeah, got hey, you <laughs> know, we we'll, we, we certainly could, but, uh, I, I have to t- tell this story, um, Jeff. You, you know, you left Homestead and and you you had an unbelievable career with with the Naval Academy and you worked a year in the White House and and you're you're now uh, doing leadership uh, programs with with management teams from different companies throughout the country. And I said, boy, that's that's interesting that 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 that's what you're doing. And you said, look, other than my father, you know, the biggest mentor in my life was Coach Kiel. And the things you've done is just incredible. And so he has had an impact beyond belief on your life.
12: I mean, without a doubt. And, um, you know, I've been blessed in my career at many different points, having incredible opportunities. My Both my parents are incredible mentors to me. But Coach Keel is, you know, foundationally up there as the person that's shaped how I view not only leadership, but how, how a person should act in a community, how a father should act in a family and um, you know, as you talk to all the people today, Superintendent Devon Means, Athletic Director Joel Beard, Scott Helms, Coach Jake Davis. I mean, this uh, leadership culture and just community leader culture that he's created echoes through this whole Milwaukee area and the country as you talk to Jason and Georgia and Demetrius out in Arizona. But, yeah, it, it's uh, – and let me t- – a couple of things that stand out that have particularly – I wanted to try and give a particular example. Yes. But – personal accountability and just this expectation of excellence, driving to win. So after every football game, um, the coaches, you know, Friday nights, Saturday morning we'd be in there at 8 o'clock, get a workout. We'd watch the game tape from the, the night before. Coach would have graded every single player on every single down and would tell you exactly in front of the whole team and said, you know, McLean, you missed a block. You know, we just got tackled, right? But that type of personal accountability as a 15-, 16-, 17-year-old young man um, is just incredible, right? You know when you go up to the line of scrimmage that, you know, you're going to be watching this. You're going to be held accountable if you execute or not. And that has carried with me throughout my whole life and career. You know, as a Navy fighter pilot, it's the same thing. You know, the way we prepare for a flight, execute the mission, and then come back and debrief very particularly, owning up to your successes and failures, I learned that from those Keel.
4: Well I, coach, I, I Mike asked Jeff about the time he was flying over Iraq and he needed some fuel, and
6: uh,
4: the KC-135 tanker pilot happened to be someone pretty close to him. That's <laughs> right. Was yeah. his
12: wife? That's right. It was, this was in Afghanistan, my first deployment in 2010, and yeah, my wife was my tanker pilot over over Afghanistan after a combat mission. So it was a pretty, pretty special moment.
3: Man, two homestead grads doing good two work for our grad. unbelievable.
4: How about that? Wow! Yeah, Jeffrey hey, G- was a tight end his senior year. Mike, uh, he had played guard his first two years, and he uh, he didn't like the body sh- his, his shape he was developing, into, so he decided to lean out. And he wasn't uh, wasn't large enough to play guard anymore, so he moved him to tight end. So he had an extra lineman <laughs> at the tight end spot, and he uh, sadly had a had a broken wrist, a bone in his wrist. He played the whole season with a cast on his wrist and never complained once. Just just blocked like crazy for Demetrius and. Did a fantastic job, even with the cast on his hand, the whole season.
3: Hey, hey, Jeff, it didn't surprise you earlier in the show when when uh, when Dave said, "Hey, what's the game plan? We're going to give it to Demetrius right. We're going to give it to him <laughs> left, and we're going to run him up the middle." I'm sure, as a tight end, you loved hearing stuff like that.
12: Yeah, it, it was. I mean, it, you know, like Coach, it was an honor to play with Demetrius. Just a special yeah. person, special player. You. But you know, we had a whole team. You know, built out our defense on that team was the best of the state, probably one of the best the state's ever seen, you know, and uh, it was a total package. And like like Andy Renicky mentioned, Demetrius mentioned, this was coming up in a culture of football uh, at Homestead. We played together as eighth graders, and we knew marching up, you know, we had some good seasons and bad seasons along the way, but we knew what was expected of us, right, when we were going to be there. We wanted to live up Mm -hmm. to that, uh, and and that
3: culminated in 99. You guys set that table. You know, you set the table of – of excellence by by winning a state championship in '99. Hey Jeff, I can't thank you enough for your time and and you know the time that we spent on the phone the other day. Just uh, I'm telling you, I could have spent another hour with you and 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 you allow me to ask some of these questions that I had about your life and some of the things you've done and and I didn't mean to to give you a shot about being a Navy guy and being a little too nervous <laughs> to come on the show. I, I was just kidding on that stuff.
2: Hey, <laughs> no, all good. Husband,
4: father, what, what a what a great success Jeffrey has been and continues to be. You'll just hear more and more good things about him. I'm so proud of him, like all of the the young men here today.
12: You got coach, it, Coach. It's an honor. Thank, and you, thank you for everything you've done. Looking forward to more
3: time with you. I I couldn't agree more. You bet, Jeff. That is Jeff McLean. Thank you so much. We're gonna get to a break. I'm looking forward to the next segment. Amy Wilson, Dave's daughter, is going to join us for a few minutes, and we're going to end the show with. Uh, the woman who told Davey better do this show. Pam does not want to come on, I can tell you that right now. Right now, she's listening and rolling her eyes going, why are you making me do this, McGovern?" But she will join us to end this show. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I'm Mike McGivern, our next guest. And I wish we had more time with her, Amy Wilson, who is Dave's daughter. And then we're going to end the show with Pam Keel. Amy, thank you so much for a couple minutes of your time. How are you today?
11: Absolutely. I'm doing well. How are you, Mike?
3: I'm good. You know, um, your dad, there's so much love and respect for him. Um, And I I just sent a text to your mom saying we'll call you in a couple minutes that my phone's been blown up all throughout the show with, with people that just want... Me to pass along, you know, their love and respect for your dad and and the job that he's done at Homestead. You know, during the football season, what was it like having Dave Keel as your dad?
11: You know, it was a lot of fun. It was always a lot of fun. Uh, I loved uh, having the opportunity to go to a high school that my dad not only taught at, but coached at. Um, And I was always so proud to be his daughter and be able to uh, watch him on that field.
3: Boy, he, he was good, wasn't he?
11: Yeah. Man. He's a special one.
3: He he is definitely a special one, um, you know. Those nights, and, and and because they spent a lot of time deep into the playoffs and and going, you know, a lot of times getting up to state, his seasons were longer than a lot of other football coaches. And I would assume that as the pressure gets, you know, deeper into the playoffs, a little bit more pressure, he's staying up a little bit later and watching tape. Um, I'm sure, as his daughter, you saw all of that.
11: Oh, absolutely. One of my uh, my favorite memories as a child was. Lying in my uh, Ninja Turtle sleeping bag and falling asleep on the hardwood floor with him, and he watched uh, tape long into the night. It was it was fun time.
4: I was just going to mention that, Mike. She would she would sleep right in my lap, and I would be having the VCR forward and rewind (laughs) and backward. It was uh, and there she was just sleeping away, and it was. The best, uh, best of all worlds, let me tell you.
3: Those were the days before huddle. Amy, thank you so much. I, I wish we had more time with you, but I want to make sure that I get to your mom for a couple of minutes. So, Amy, thank you.
4: Real quick, oh, Mike, too, uh, one go, of the great ahead. honors for me was coaching her up at state. when she. I looked up at the scoreboard and said, now batting number 10, Amy Keel. Uh, oh. She was uh, playing for the state championship for the Highlander softball team. It was just one of my great honors being able to coach her and, and Jason as well.
3: Well, and you know what, Dave, I, I'm going to we, we got to do like once baseball comes back around, we'll do a whole softball thing with you, because <laughs> those those I'm not kidding. That group has asked, you know, what about us? And, and um, this has been a, an unbelievable show as we reach out right now to, to get Pam on. Um, what a great show. And, and, and I hope that you feel the love and respect that, that that so many people have, and when you get people saying, look, he has no idea the amount of, of uh, student-athletes and athletes and just students from this community that that he has uh, guided and taught so many life lessons, and I hope that, that you, you'll you go back and listen to this, Dave. I, I will. Thanks. Hey, Mike, before
4: we talk to Pam, can I give a quick shout-out to a couple of folks? Uh, of course. You heard, uh, yeah, you heard Jeff Johnson mention Pastor Fryer, he really yep. was a dear friend of ours who was a spiritual motivation for our players, a phenomenal man who, who went to be with the Lord a couple of years ago, and he's just a special, special dear friend. Uh, I worked for eight years for John Brody. He was a head coach uh, of uh, the Highlanders before me. He was my mentor. Uh, Jim Shara, who still coaches to this day, 49 years coaching freshman, mostly at the high school. There's a saint. Talk about coaching freshmen. Holy smokes. Dick Miller, a Marine some tremendous role model for me, fantastic coach, Coach JV, just a tremendous man, and, and Pat Curran, my mentor in softball, who is a dear friend. Um, I, there's so many coaches over the years; it's not it's not one coach. It's just just hundreds of them who are all tremendous. And I, from the bottom of my heart, want to thank all of them for the impact that they've had on our programs, the impact they've had in my life, our family's life, uh, and and just thank you to those men who volunteer, for the most part, their time to help youngsters be successful.
3: And, you know, Dave, when we put this together, you know, I, I said, look, we've got to either go players or some of the coaches and, and and faculty and staff that you 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 know, you sent me a list. I said, Dave, we, I, unless we do a 12-hour show, I can't do this. So, that you know what, I hope those guys understand and aren't mad at me for not getting them on, uh, but understand we, we went this way. And I wanted to save the last couple of minutes, you heard just about everybody that came on talk about her. And say yeah. thank you to her because she's by your side. And coaches, wives, they're, they're in a tough position, Dave. They don't get any of the glory when you get all the wins. And when there's something that goes wrong, people look at them. And they feel it. And I just I just want to thank Pam Keel for, for allowing me to do this show. And I hope I did her proud. Um, Pam, how are you today?
11: I'm doing very well. How are you, Mike?
3: I am doing good. You're, there, there is so much love and respect for your husband and the, and the work that he's done, Pam, have you noticed that very seldom has any of these guys talked about, you know, the formation or, you know, this play or that play, they all have gone above and beyond to say, look, it wasn't f- just football that, that Dave, that you taught me.
11: It, it was wonderful. It was so wonderful hearing from everybody. Um, I'm going to try really hard to get through this.
3: Little it's, it's Pam. But it's it was okay. A
11: wonderful. Dave. Thank you very much. Um, the families, the coaches, the players. it's been a wonderful thirty one years. Um, and I really want to thank everybody for that wonderful show.
3: Hey, Pam, did you how much did you enjoy Friday nights? Did you enjoy going <laughs> over to those games? Was that a good was that something that you enjoyed, or did you get nervous, or what were you like game day?
11: I think a combination of everything.
3: Um, you
11: know, it was exciting, very nervous at times.. Um, It was just a wonderful time as I look back now. I a lot of times walked in the back of the stadium because I couldn't stand watching what was happening. (laughs) Um, We had, for years, everybody to our house after the games because our children were young and we would just come over here. And I will always treasure all those memories.
3: Hey, Pam, I always wanted to know what my kids were like when they couldn't smell my cologne, right? When I'm not in the car with them, (laughs) Well, you know what? The way Jason talked and the way Amy, and I wish I, I wish I could have had a few more minutes for Amy, the way they talked about Dave and about you and being part of this family and being part of that school and that program, I, I would be so proud of them if they were my kids.
11: I am extremely proud of our children, my husband, Homestead football, the community, um, everybody. It, it has been a wonderful time in our lives. And we will always treasure it. And now it's time for a whole new phase.
3: it, it is, and we've got one minute left, Pam. So, thank you so much. I, I appreciate um, you and and the words and and the things that we were able to do on this show with your help. Um, thank you so much. Hold hands with him now. Yeah, yeah, all during the fall, you get to hold hands. Hey, Mike. Yeah.
4: I do. I knew Pam was the perfect wife when I got the job and, and we played on Saturday afternoons and she was busy cooking pancakes for the whole team Saturday morning for our pre-game meal. So her and the parents would be baking uh, up pancakes for the players. I mean, she was all in from day one and has been all in till till day, whatever number day that was. And she's been a rock behind, uh, behind coach without any doubt. I love her God. tremendously and she's been just incredibly special and supportive. Hey, Win nice. or lose.
3: Thank you so much, guys. We got to get so out. Pam, thank you so much, Pam. You're welcome. We're go. You yeah. and I, and you and I, and our spouses, Pam. We're going to dinner soon. Dave, thank you so much. I really appreciate this. Thanks for listening to what's been one of the best shows I've ever done. I think this is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local Pick and Save Stores, on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.